Hey guys, it's Brian from the Movie Man Podcast doing the quick intro before the quick intro of another intro. You know, you know the deal. Uh, so this week I have a good friend Lex on. She's, you know, talking. we're talking about her recent move up to Maine. Uh, I think some Dungeons & Dragons stuff, some Dimension 20 stuff. Uh, you know, it's, it's a fun conversation. It's a good conversation. She's always great to have on the podcast. She's a, you know, she's uh she's always, you know, bringing the fun, bringing the, the smart stuff. Because that's, that's what we say. We say smart stuff in the podcasting business. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it's, um, it's everything's going well over here. You know, Long Island has been moving into new phases every, uh, every week. Just as you heard last week, Matt's back in the studio. So we're kind of breaking that. And now we're starting our own phase reopening of that. So probably within the next coming weeks, we'll... Maybe just do just me and Matt for a while. Um, I don't know how long these week podcasts, are, like these midweek podcasts, are gonna go. I may do try to do a couple more. Um, they are a little not taxing, but they are a little uh, not my comfort zone, as you could probably tell. Uh, I'm more of a like of a that's true, okay, and sniffle on cam on uh, microphone guy myself. But <laughs> but either way, you know, I appreciate Lex coming on. It was kind of like I think it was also like last minute. I asked her to come on and. I had a plan, like plans changed, and we talk about it in the uh, in the episode because I'm I'm very upfront when my plans change. Uh, but this week, uh, you know, I've been doing a lot of with the, with the intros, uh, a lot of you into my uh, music choices, and as you can tell, I'm I, I don't really get past like the like the popular stations. I don't really know too many underground bands or indie bands. So if people want to reach out and you know, give me uh, some places to look, I would, I would gr- gladly take a, take that information. Uh, so this week, I'm going to, our intro song is kind of a song I always kind of correlate to the start of summer. I don't know if it's because I, I heard it at like a lot of block parties growing up when summer started or because, you know, it was in a movie where it's it's mostly, oh, actually no, it was in the winter in the movie. So never mind that that part, forget that. But yeah, this is uh, the Isley Brothers uh, shout. It's a fun song. So, uh, you know, uh, we'll uh, catch you well, on the other side of the slide. Well, the you know you make me wanna shout, kick my heels up and shout, throw my hands up and shout, throw my head back and shout, come on now, don't forget to say you will. Don't forget to say yeah, 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 yeah.
It's your boy, again, Brian, uh, coming to you from his, his studio. Everything's been a little bit uh, less, well, huh. I don't even know, how, I don't even know. One crazy ended for another crazy to take over, for another crazy to take over, and then nothing's really changed, but we're getting better, kind of. We're, we're going forward, and to help us all go forward is my good friend Lex. She's been, he, she's been on the show plenty of times. Last time she was here, she borrowed my copy of Blade Runner, and the next day, Netflix put Blade Runner on Netflix. So, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know Netflix put it up. I, they, I watched it off their Blu-ray. They, they did. Like, literally, I went on, like, the next day after you finished doing the show, and I was like, oh, fuck, Blade Runner on Netflix. And now I still have it. But it's here. It's still, it's still it's, good. It's safe it's up in Maine. It's a little best on it, but it's good. <laughs> So Lex, how are you I doing? To, I'm doing all right. Everything is chill in Maine. Okay. Coming to you live from Maine, so all the way up in the great it, north. Yes, yes, with our Lord and Savior Stephen King. Oh, it's just really funny at, because I get a lot of, I get a sense of Maine more because looking at Stephen King because he tweets about Maine all the time, <laughs> and you don't really take it to heart when you don't live in Maine, right. and then when you do you will understand who these people he's talking about are constantly. And then you casually pass, like, parts of Maine that Derry was based <laughs> on, and I'm like, ah, okay. It's like you walk and into a guy like, oh, Henry Bowers. Now I, now I get it. I get it. I uh, get it now. Fair enough. I actually almost, I almost moved into a town that part of it was based off. Like, I think they did some oh. um, photography for the movie there, too. Um, but I, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in Portland, I'm in the city, so. Okay. 
about now, how does Portland, Maine differ from like uh, I don't want to say York? New York City. I don't want to say Manhattan because that's like a planet on its own. Uh, but like, you mean like Long Island. Yeah, like Long Island, Queens, kind of like the more like denser area, like Long Island City. Yeah. It's well, like it's like hard to say. I will say that is like there is such a lack of diversity here. Everyone is white as hell. That's probably my biggest annoyance <laughs> with it, honestly. Um, especially when it comes to their food, because their food has no variety. Oh, I'm a picky eater, okay. but the but the Italian food is so fake here, and that was the one thing I had my hand like my yeah. palm in. Like every time I go home, all I want is bagels and Italian bread because. Like, any time I find Italian bread in the store, it's just basically white bread in a different form. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's, that's messed up. I know. Oh. It sucks. But it's, it's but the fish is amazing. Okay. I would feel like, yeah, that's like a big, like, kind of sea town. Like, you know, you bring in, like, yeah. you bring in, like your, your fish, your lobsters, your crabs. Like, that seems more of a... Yeah, lobster is huge here. Yeah. Is it, is it yeah. actually, like, is it actually, like, really good? Because, like, like, here, yeah, and, that, down here, it's not, like, that great. Literally, I overheard a coworker just casually talking about their lobster traps, like when they take the boat out. Okay. So it's a super common thing, just like everyone, like up north, everyone hunts and everything. Right. Um, but at the same time, I haven't, well, because I live in the city, I li- it's very liberal here okay. in the city, at least. So you don't really run into, like, so like I don't really have a, maybe, I can't really speak for a truer sense of, like, made overall compared to... Long Island, but diversity is an issue here. Um, But otherwise, it's really normally pretty safe to walk around. Okay. Like, casually around the city. I think that might be because I'm a New Yorker and I feel comfortable walking around this, like, New York City. Um, You have that, like, like, oh, like, what do you do? Steal bikes? That's cute. Like, yeah, like, just move along. (laughs) Yes, exactly. That's the toughest thing you've got? Like, okay, I got you. Yeah, and it's just, like, it's not, like, a big city. Like, there's city elements, but it's nothing like a a big city. It's more, it feels more like, I'm trying to think, it feels towny. I want to say, like, it has, there's remnants of, like, Main Street, Farmingdale. Okay. Um... Or that one road in Lindenhurst. I can't oh. remember what road it is. Oh, like, <laughs> uh, the, like, like the main where strip? Revolu- yeah, where yeah. Revolution is at the corner. Okay, yeah. Like, that kind of, like, towny feel where you can just kind of walk around. But maybe um, there's way more um, crystal shops. Oh. And um, a lot of, like, earthy kind of, like, millennial, like, independently owned shops around here. And dispensaries. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's like holistic yeah. medicines and all that, like, kind of like, you know, yeah. like, feel the environment. Oh, okay. That, yeah. That's cool, I guess. I mean... Yeah, and I, there's more, like, now more and more... It's not like Denver, Colorado, but there's a lot more dispensaries. Like, there was one that was about to open literally at the corner of my street. <laughs> but I think that things uh, things put got put on pause, though. Okay. So I don't know when that will actually open, but, like... Literally, there's there's one dispensary that's also a gas station. Like it's. Oh okay. It's so. No yeah I yeah I, so yeah they they've really kind of like taken the whole like legalization kind of like now it's like gas stations and Seven Elevens like all right well here we are in one spot yeah you're gonna need one so. Oh yeah yeah, yeah it's everywhere. Okay well that's like, cool. I mean Maine does sound like a cool place you know it's just I yeah, I I've, you know I've only grown up in on Long Island and in like I've 
my big adventure has been like yeah. the city or like going down to like Philadelphia yeah. or like I went to St. Louis last year and I was like, oh, this is, this is nice. Yeah. It's really small, but. What I feel like it's an inverse for me here because like I grew up in Long Island suburbs where the city got like that city vibe. But now like I live in like a small city, but a city nonetheless and like a studio apartment. And now my like, big adventure is like, going to a random place north and like finding a dam to this giant river um and then they have giant lakes like i didn't i've never stood on a lake shore minus like chicago but that barely counts because they try to rip it off at the beach right. um, <laughs> and, um but it's like an actual like lake you can see the other side of it and like i swam in a lake for the first time last summer okay. um and it was like I, it was just so weird to me um and also there's just like this sense of i live near the coast now mm-hmm. so the beach is still as accessible but it's not like i'm surrounded by the beach anymore like i was in long island okay like there's part of like a couple hours away from the coast so you're are, not really landlocked but here, it's still that sense of here's a question are are beach people the same up in maine as they are down here in long island where it's like it's like if you see somebody like walking in, you're like, "Oh, that that dude's a a beach guy. Like he's got like the uh, like the faded up hat, like just like the uh, like the ripped up like cargo shorts." Okay. They look more like there's not many like people go to the beach. I haven't really gotten to spend enough time in main beaches, like where the public beaches are, where they. Okay. I think I went once really early in the summer, so no one was around. Um, and then I kind of just did a lot of town exploration because that was my first summer living here. But um, you can definitely tell who the people who go, like, hiking or, like, mountain biking or take their motorcycles around oh. or during the winter, especially everyone who, like, goes skiing or goes, like, snow, like, right. what are they fucking called? Um, they, like, just do the craziest stuff, like, wilderness stuff like those like right. kind of people who goes fishing like you could just like look at them you're like okay yeah, <laughs> yeah of course you do like you mow the lawn on a tractor i get you i see you <laughs> okay, okay. Um... and this is and this also places like one minute you're going through a place that kind of looks like um like Hempstead per- turnpike kind of thing and okay. then the next thing you know you're passing like a field of like cows so many cows and then next thing you know you're back in a very like hit looking coffee like shop okay. it's like very scattered around here all right all right well, that's it's cool. nice though okay no yeah because everyone and everyone goes kayaking like yeah. everyone was like sorry i went kayaking like it was just like a casual thing not no. like a vacation where you go kayaking for the weekend just like no. oh my day off i went kayaking i had a bad experiences with kayak so i never i've never done it since the sixth grade so that's oh i will years. i will never yeah i was uh we went to like uh i think comset or Mid- yeah comset uh long island like it's like a nature preserve where you kind of stay overnight oh. and okay one of the things was to go kayaking through the lake so it was three people and as we were kayaking the as we got to the deeper part of the, the water the kayak started filling up with water and we started sinking and sinking, and our and our boat like just kind of hit the bottom, as well. I'm like, I'm like ten years old at the time or some shit. I that was it's oh sixth grade. I was around like eleven, twelve. 
So we're like, ah, oh. so we watched it. Like, we just sat there and just watched everything sink. And it was the last day, so we had to drive back to Long Island, like drive back to Valley Stream in wet clothes. Cause that we're, sucked. Yeah. So we're like, covered, oh my god. Yeah, we're covered in like algae and all this stuff, and like, oh great, gross, and then never again. Not a not a big water um, guy. Yeah, I've never been in a any sort of boat that needs to be rowed, just like the kind with a motor in it, but like very rarely. I think the last time that wasn't Jungle Cruise or Disney, that I was in a boat, was in Pennsylvania. And actually, speaking of Pennsylvania and Disney, um, I won't put their name out there, even though I have I have high doubts that they will ever listen to this. Um, but I had a friend who, they did some summer stock um, management in Pennsylvania and went to visit, and on one of the days they had free, we went to this nature preserve in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. um, where I think it's called the Pennsylvania Caverns or something like that. I have a sweatshirt from the place somewhere that I got. <laughs> um, and uh, they had this, like, boat tour of these caverns. Okay. Like, these dark caverns with, like, like just, like, with bats. And, like, it just all looked really cool. And, they, um, and the water was filled with fish and it was just like really cool and this friend had um this incident when they used to work at disney that led them to falling into a water structure that they had um and i won't say any more very vague details but i'm really trying to keep this person anonymous okay uh, anonymous but um they they fell into this water in disney and it, unfor- like, it was, re- like, unfortunately gone around, and that's what they kind of were known for before they ended up moving back to New York. Mm-hmm. And so we were both excited for this cavern turn to go onto this boat, and, for an, and it was, like, really cool, really interesting, and I'm, like, paying attention, looking all around, and then they're, like, but this place, like, we are in the middle of this mountain i don't know it was a mountain just a lot of land like if we we can turn all the lights off so you can see how dark it was so they turn the lights off it was completely black it was moving for only like five seconds but all of a sudden i hear i feel this vice grip on my thigh and um it wasn't until afterwards do they look at me and be like i don't i thought it was i thought i felt fine in boats but i don't i don't oh oh my gosh (laughs) felt so bad oh but yeah that was my last experience in a boat that wasn't like was in jungle cruise and no <laughs> it wasn't jungle cruise where they landed okay oh, okay <laughs> that's one one thing down if you try to get you can cross but, that off the, off the disney map <laughs> yes <laughs> oh man but oh man and again speaking of disney i was supposed to go in september but i can't anymore because i have everything that's happening I think I was supposed to go but, next year for Mikey's graduation. He uh, he's in full sale, and oh, he's in full sale. Yeah, he's doing classes. I didn't over, even know. Yeah, he's doing classes online. So they were having oh, a graduation um, next year in like in Florida. And I was like, yeah, I don't know now. I mean, depending on how everything shakes up, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I, I think I, next year might be safe. Yeah, I mean, flights if might be will... cheaper. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm actually. Depending on travel and depending on everything, 
I'm doing, instead of going to Disney, of course, I still wanted to do something because September's my birthday. I try to do something every um, birthday, least travel, and my best friend, Dev, her birthday is also my birthday. We have the oh, same birthday. Okay. So we really wanted to spend it together, so I think I, it, at the bare minimum, I'm going to fly out to Ohio where she lives. And we're probably, she lives in an apartment by herself with the townhouse. It's really, it's really nice. We pretty much pay a similar price and I have like, a, I have maybe one room because um, <laughs> she doesn't live in a city. Okay. So, so it makes a lot more sense. But, um, so we, I think we're just going to like literally just chill in her apartment for the weekend because I already have the vacation time in. All right. I put that, the first day of work, I put that <laughs> thing in. I was like, I'm not going to be here. Uh. You see your, Even if I don't go. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, they, I think a lot of people's travel plans got, got fucked up. Like, I was supposed to go to Iowa with my buddy this year to do the Field of Dreams game with the Yankees and the White Sox. We're going to play oh, out in shoot. Iowa. So we were going to go, uh, but that got that got canceled. So I was like, okay, well, we, I, I had, like, backup plans. Like, okay, if we can't go to Iowa, let's go to Colorado, or let's go to, like, this place and this place. And they're like, yeah, okay. So we agreed. And then, oh, no, yeah, nothing's going to happen. Like, everything's nothing. Yeah. So, uh, but I also, like, I like going to uh, Comic-Con, like, New York City Comic-Con. I know. Which is on my Did birthday this year. Not yet. They haven't canceled yet. But okay. I'm not going to go because I'm, a little, I'm still, like, I'm very leery about large groups. Yeah. Like, I just had yeah. the guys over yesterday uh, when I was telling you, like, we played, I played Dungeons & Dragons for the first time. So that was. Oh, that I'm was, jealous. I, I, I know you and Nick talked about D and D, and have yet to find a D and D group anywhere. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I mean, I don't know how like long I'll stay in it. I just wanted to kind of get a feel of the game, but <laughs> uh oh. If I don't know, I don't know if this would be something you're into, um, but I personally love it. It's a D and D show, and it's the reason why I feel like I've never I played maybe like in my entire life three sessions mm -hmm. like no campaign was ever finished i had one character i actually used the same character like two of them was one campaign one was the other i just used the same character because i really liked her and both of them did not come to fruition okay and <laughs> it was still heartbreaking and in maine um anyone who i know would be interested is already tied up with her own campaigns so you, i'm man. like hoping one day um but I was always nervous because I never really had a full understanding of D and D because I never really got to experience it. And even when building my character, it wasn't like a proper um, character build session. Like, or like we never really had like a day zero either. Right. It just kind of started. Um, so I always felt like a little nervous at the idea of ever being a part of campaign. And then I watched, started watching this one D and D show. And with the way they do it, and, like, you still, they use D&D, I think, 5E rules. Right. Um, now I'm, like, I can kind of be, like, oh, wait. And I'm, like, remembering shit, and it's, like, really good. It's <laughs> called Dimension 20. Oh, uh, I think I've heard you of might have seen, You might have seen me tweet about it a lot. <laughs> and if anything, I think the current season you would like, because it's it's a group of, it's college humor comedians. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so, so you've definitely seen those faces before in, right. like, some sort of, like, viral videos and, like, 
Um, two of them are in a have a TV show. Um, two like they're also in all the Adam Conover. Um, oh. oh, okay. Well, the expert the in, uh, and Brian yeah, Murphy. Yeah, Brian yeah. Murphy. yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. I was a good name, names. No, I no, yeah. I mean, I, it, I know. Uh, was it Siobhan Thompson who writes on Rick and Morty and does a couple? She's of, yeah, like, she's in it. Ali Bird's, they're in it, Zach Onyama, um, and Lou Wilson, who's actually a New York-based um, comedian, and I think he's living in L.A. right now. He's going to be in Staten Island with Pete Davidson, which I'll talk about later, because <laughs> I'm so excited about that movie. <laughs> but um, they do, they have, so far, two full campaigns, and they're in the middle of their third, mm-hmm. um, and there's side quests with different People. One has like Matthew Mercer. The, another one has all the Miguel Roy boy, uh, boys and their dad. Right. So all. And this latest one though is their most serious because it's like Candyland meets Game of Thrones. Oh shit! <laughs> so and this actually gets like really real, and they've like already killed off a bunch of people, which <laughs> a lot of like first in the whole show and. Right. But because of that show, I know D and D. So All right. it might just a shout out to that because I have no <laughs> one, no one I know watches that show. The <laughs> plea, come yeah. talk to me about yeah. Dimension Twenty. Yeah, like the, the like the whole idea when we were playing, like it was kind of fun for a while, and like I Matt was our dungeon master, so oh perfect. So he was like, I tried to make the puzzles as simple as possible. But then I was like, but you're a fucking doctor with an English minor, and we're just a bunch of dipshits. So, because it took us, like, literally maybe 45 minutes to figure out a puzzle that basically was just spell the word stairs, and then you'll move on. I was like, and so, like, like the whole, like, the way the, like, he, he set up, like, these, yeah. two, these two rooms are set up, uh, one's upstairs, one's downstairs, and one has, like, a, if you step on a, a, a some sort of, like, stage... Uh, something will rise up and it'll fill with sand while they're, you're, well, yeah. people upstairs are getting attacked. So you have to spell stuff out. And like, and I started going, wait, wait. And then like the inscription is like, I could go up and down, but I stay in the same place. I'm like, guys, it's, it's stairs. And then for like the next 45 minutes, we're, we're trying to figure it out. I was like, then I'm just standing there like, is it stairs? Like, they might like start self-guessing myself. Like, what if I just start hitting the wall or something? Like, maybe that will do something. So. I mean, like, but also, like, I don't know, like, it all depends on, like, what's going on in the campaign, the characters and everything. It sounds fun, though, and I'm, Matt sounds like he would be Matt, a good... Matt is a, a, whole, a very the good... he is a doctor does. Yeah. <laughs> counterpoint. <laughs> the, uh, like, we did, yeah, we did a one-shot just to kind of get, like, Mikey and I were, like, the being introduced to it, so it's kind of just like, here's a story, here's a quick adventure. It wasn't like... So it was kind of like a, like a quick quick chapter but you know we we succeeded in the end but uh like i, I kind of like built up a character like i was like i told him all right i want to build yeah, up. what's your character so my character is named uh Eamon saladin which in i think uh i forgot what the it, it means like protector in i think islamic so I see. he's a half orc paladin um yeah and so I have him like he's like his memory is hazy, kind of like Wolverine a little bit, and like he's uh-huh. he's a little he's injured. He's like he's got a bum. I'm oh, sorry, he's got a bum leg. He's got uh, he he doesn't have a sword. He has a big hammer and a shield. So he's more of like kind of a protect, kind of like as he protects. 
Uh, but the whole thing was, like, later down the line, you find out he was actually, like, the a leader of a death, like, of a small death squadron, where he's actually, like, one of the more violent characters, so he'd have, like, a, a crisis of conscience. Like, what does he do? Like, does he help the people that have kind of accepted him, or does he go back to his old ways? I was like, I just want to keep it basic. He was a paladin for, like, a dark yeah. source. Yeah. Like, instead of, like, a like a glowing deity, he's a paladin, like... Because, like, if you think about it, paladins and warlocks have a lot in common. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... But, yeah, so, that, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, like... There's a, there's a paladin in that show I was talking about who... Not a PC, an NPC. Right. Um, who... Like, is more violent than you would think a paladin is. It's a very good, very good like aspect to right. explore. Yeah. yeah, that sounds fun to play. Yeah, I mean, it was it was fun. I mean, it was more like I ended up being kind of like a snarky dick, like half to the because like <laughs> Matt made a character that we had to uh, kind of e- escort to a to a temple, and he's like the inspiration is uh, Prince Charming from Shrek Two. So it's like, if, yeah. So like, he was kind of like this, like, kind of like a Chris Hemsworth. He Matt tried to do his, his best Chris Hemsworth impersonation. So like, so I'm just standing there because in the beginning of the campaign, he was that guy was getting attacked, and I'm like, all right, well, I could save him. So I kind of got myself in the middle of his fight, and I saved him. And so, so every time he that guy did something stupid, I was like, I fucking stuck my neck out for you, and you're making me look like an asshole. Like, come on, man. Yeah. But no, it, I mean, it's fun. It's interesting. Like, I wanted to see how it's done to kind of gauge an idea of it. And like, the whole like rolling thing still confuses me. But I feel like I, once I get further in, that's more of a yeah. Well, the whole point of the rolling is because then there it creates story moments. Like, it either creates like what you think will be like super awesome ends up being like a very big mistake just due to the fact that you low roll. Right. Or it can either be like you doing something, like even pulling shenanigans or <laughs> something like that, and then suddenly you roll not twenty and it has to be the greatest moment ever. <laughs> um it's like it just helps a lot. Yeah. Um and it's real I think it's really cool. Um, at least to watch. I wouldn't know about playing, <laughs> but um, one day. Well, yeah, there um, is a know. there is a website that they they told me about. It's like a roll twenty, so you could do D and D like kind of like vi- like a, vo- a video chat. Yeah, and yeah, it, like, yeah. Does everything and like the rolls are like automatic or automated. So like that'd be yeah. I mean, if you could get a group, like it doesn't have to be in. And you could do it through your... Zoom too, or yeah. anything really. Exactly. Because, like, you could just roll the dice, like, to yourself, too, and yeah. everything. Some people use on the, like, an app, too, yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, because, like, the one I did that was two, actually lasted two sessions, um, was through webcam and everything, so that was super cool. Okay. Um, I really want more experiences like that. <laughs> um well, maybe day. maybe the success of this episode, people will start reaching out to you and be like, "Hey, I got a D and D group. Let's play." Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I'm free every evening after six, except on Wednesdays because that's when the new D twenty episodes come. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesdays turned out um, to be the busiest day of the week now because was it on Wednesdays? I watch what we do in the shadows and uh, a couple other things and. I- 
I gotta, that's like, I think that's gonna be the next show I actually binge. No, well, yeah, it'll be the next show I actually binge, but right now I'm in the middle of Steven Universe for the first time. Okay. I just got in the second season. So, <laughs> and before that, I binged Hollywood on oh, Netflix. The, the Netflix? The, uh, was it the Ryan Murphy? Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and everything. Um, really loved it. I'm still kind of annoyed with the whole, everyone trying to reimagine parts of Hollywood. Just like how I felt when I with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> we're sorry, trying, not sorry. We're, try, were they like it's trying like to the, soften the blow a little bit of like real Hollywood? Well, no, that one that one really rearranged like what would happen. Like they took real people in Hollywood and kind of like really like what if like this real person? What is it, Brock Turner? Brock, not no, Brock Turner is a really bad person. Oh yeah, that's um, it. I was gonna say like. Brock, no, Rock, no. Rock Hudson? <laughs> Rock Hudson, thank right. you. I, this is what happens when I go through my Twitter feed and through <laughs> my really political Twitter feed and then try to do a lighthearted podcast. Um, yes, um, Rock Hudson. Um, he was closeted like in real life almost like all his life, but yeah. in the show... He was when he was up and coming. They were like, "What if he comes out now?" And basically, every a lot of like revolutionary stuff like i won't completely spoil it but they really like put moderate like try to do the activism back then okay. everything and like base it off but it, it is like it's fantasy just like how right once upon a time in hollywood is um <laughs> like that's like one thing that i like one more than the other but it's basically the same bullshit at the end yeah it... but i did it's patty lapone and she was amazing Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> New York's own Patty Lapone. Yeah, yeah, New York's own Patty Lapone. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I wanted to check check out. Uh, I saw the trailers for Hollywood, and I was like, I kind of, I did not like American Horror Story, so I couldn't like get into it. And I like, I kind of, I kind of like bounced in and out of his stuff. So I was like, maybe I'll check it out. But then I was like, is it gonna? Because sometimes like he does this stuff where it's just like, well. Uh, what is it? Because he did, he did the, um, he does American Crime Stories, right. too. Right, yeah. And, that, I and all those have been big hits. Yeah. They also feel the same, I feel like, I feel like for they, me. they glorify certain things, like, like the OJ stuff, I don't, like, I mean, I didn't really want to see it again, OJ stuff, because, I mean, I lived through that shit. And, yeah, like, that's I saw, true. I saw the ugliness Fair. of what the OJ trial was, and I was like, I don't want to, like, fucking... Like remember that shit. Like I, I mean, I was a kid, but I yeah, like, I still I remember. I they did it really accurately, though. They didn't really like paint okay. necessarily. Like, and even when it came to like Kardashians and that point of view, I think that was the only time anything maybe a little humanizing, but not even. Okay. I didn't see it. I saw clips from it, and I heard stories on both ends about it. Right. But I've heard good reception all all. And then he also did um um. Mom- Michelle Williams just won an enemy for it uh, oh. with um, Sam Rockwell. Oh. Oh, shit. Well, Sam Rockwell's on it. It's got to be good. Yeah, because that's another... I'm pretty sure that was another... That, I might be lying about that. Maybe I'm lying about that. I thought I thought Ryan Murphy had his paws in that one, though. But I think... I'm not... I don't know. No one come at me, please. <laughs> but um, speaking of media... That, the King of Staten Island. I am so excited about. I, I'm coming out. I'm. This is my. I'm coming out of the closet. I'm a big Pete Davidson fan. 
there. I fucking said it. He is he was fucking island trash like me. Well, yeah, I, mean, I relate to him so. Yeah, he's he's from like he's legit Staten Island. So like he does like I've seen a bunch of his stuff. Like you know, a lot of his interviews. He's he is a real dude. Like he's a good dude. He did a. I, I I always I always actually like him too. I don't I don't like need to need to hide that fact. Like I I mean I'm jealous yeah, that yeah, he's yeah. I'm jealous he's like ten years younger than me and a hell of a lot funnier and like that he's it's just like natural to him. But uh, yeah, I know, right? He did a he did a uh, was it Let's Make It Weird with Pete Holmes episode like a while maybe okay. like two years back, and it was so like and it's like when I first kind of like got to know and then and because of that I was like yeah, like this is and that at that point I was like. I support this dude, so whatever he does, yeah. I'll I'll figure out a way to kind of find a, like find a way to support it in some way. Um, yeah. yeah, and like I don't know, everyone tried going after him after him and Ariana Grande had that short stint. But the thing is, like he's always been open about his mental health to get quickly real for a second. Yeah. And me and him have the same diagnosis, and he's actually the reason I got my diagnosis because okay. the first time I ever heard about it was because Pete freaking Davison talked about it first, and which was incredible to me. So I may be biased by no, all no, in all, it's... but there's a lot of, like, relating stuff, like, and everything. And it he... seems like even though he has dark humor, he tries to hold himself accountable. So he, and, like, this, I love when comedians do dramatic pictures because drama is so much easier than comedy so a fucking course that they'd be so good at this just look at bill hater just look at um freaking um adam sandler doing dramatic right. roles which he has and it's always so good that's why i can't watch click because adam sandler makes me cry and that's not fair <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i mean like yeah jonas hill jonah hill has done some dramatic roles uh oscar nom uh, yeah uh who else? I mean, Bill. Well, Bill Burr is going to be in this as his. As his exactly. Yeah. So I mean, like a, a lot of comedians do well in in drama because they know timing. They know like, all right, at this exactly. beat, I know what to like. I know what emotion to play, and you know that's you know. And I think, I don't think people have given Pete Davidson really a chance of like a big movie guy, but he has done like some smaller movies, and I think they, they they're pretty good. But and like, yeah, and. I think Judd Apatow is a good person to, like, kind of get him into, he, like, that spotlight. He, I know he's, like, he surrounds himself, like, I know he has, like, some, like, he actually has, like, really good comedy friends. So like, yeah, like John Mulaney. John, like, him and John like, he stays at John Mulaney's house sometimes. And, like, yeah. those are always, like, the funniest stories is, like, they did a, they did a, like, a small comedy tour where they went around and there was and they one, switched clothes? they switched clothes, like, a couple of nights. I love it. I just love it. Like, ah, uh, I, I, and like this show, like, and by the way, Lou Wilson, who I mentioned earlier, right. um, if you saw the trailer, he's the guy with the fat Obama tattoo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which I also fucking love, for the fact that he wants to be a tattoo artist. I'm just like, yeah, hell yeah, you do. Get off that island. I get you, bro. <laughs> oh, um, and it's so life, too. And of course, like, uh, both of us as New Yorkers, um, that's too relatable. Like, I feel like everyone knows someone who's involved with that tragic night on the night of love, and he's right. close to home on that. So, no, I yeah. just like that's all going to be based off truth and health and fucking general. And I'm so excited um, for this to eventually stream because everything has to. Sh- I'm, <laughs> I, I know a lot of studios. I'm going to segue into this. I know a lot of studios really want things to be enjoyed in theaters, but at this point, I, it's going to be a really 
long ways away. So shout out to all the movies coming out on streaming that we can still enjoy. Right. I'm looking at you, New Mutants. Like, get on board. <laughs> they finally it's got it. Long enough. They have to have a theater, a theatrical release. That was one of the things. That's why it's that's, okay, why that's it's been pushed so so many times. That's an exception. I get that. Yeah. Okay. But uh, contract no, contract. I get that. Speaking of like the the theaters and like how they've been. Uh, like with the whole thing, like within like two days of like COVID happening, AMC's like, "Well, we're gonna go bankrupt within like three minutes." And then uh, when Trolls came out, the AMC and Regal like, "Well, we're not gonna play any Universal movies anymore." Like, what have you what have you kind of like taken from this? Because uh, you know, streaming services are actually a lot better than going to the movies, uh, especially the Levittown movie theater, um, yeah, because it had the rats in it, but. Uh, I that's one thing I look out I look out and I'm also at a disadvantage by living in Maine right. because now there's not like there's we don't get as many limited releases as like you would in New York like some like Jojo Rabbit I know was out in New York and even in Ohio just because Deb lives close enough to Columbus okay. um, um, that they got the movie maybe a month and a half before I did, and only in one theater. And yeah. luckily, that theater is just down the road in walking distance. <laughs> and I'm very lucky because it's basically an art house theater, nice. and it, it's just blessed. But we also have a very small chain called Cinemagic. At least I think it's small. I've never heard of it before until I moved here, and it's amazing because it has a very cheesy tune that... <laughs> Every time, like, I just, I was so excited to show someone out of town for the first time. It's literally, it's, you'll love Cinemagic, song in a very classic 1950s way. Right. Um, <laughs> the best, the best here at all, you'll love Cinemagic, and it's like a really, oh. and, but, another advantage I have is that drive through drive-in theaters exist here. There's two of them. Oh, you actually, like, were before the, the whole pandemic yeah oh, and they're open now because you're in your car so you're socially distanced so they're doing like movie weekends like um like they'll do i know they had a back to the future weekend last summer but oh. they'll do like they they will have usually new summer like summer blockbuster weekends but they also have like they have like hot halloween specials where they play like back-to-back -back horror movies so that's kind of what they're doing right now um I think they also played Trolls, too, because Trolls was out, so they were able to get a copy. Um, they just but, bought it on Amazon for 20 bucks. Like, all right, we'll play it one day. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there you go. I was just so happy, because that was, like, my highlight of last summer, is going to the movie theater and getting to talk out loud about it to my friends and not, <laughs> like, get, so, not feel, like, socially awkward in a movie theater. Right. As much as I do like going to the movies, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was just really. What did I watch? I watched. I saw The Lion King of the Dragon last year. I saw Toy Story Four. Um, I like went like a couple of times. Yeah. Um, it's I'm, it's crazy because like they just start like there's been uh, the Bel Air Diner in Astoria has been doing like I think for a couple of weeks now they've been doing drive-in nights, but like they go, really they 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 limit it to like a hundred people, but they have over okay. like five thousand followers on Instagram. So like you have to like get in like the set like they go on. Um, it, it, they play it on Wednesday night, so on like Monday you have to like hit up their their DMs like real quick, and they'll take like. Wow. But if you've done it, I think if you've gone there before, they'll take you off a list and throw you on the like the bottom of the list. And I just heard Nassau yeah. Coliseum 
is going to start doing, like, just started doing, like, movies. So they have... Wow. They took Hofstra's radio station, so they, like, they could play the sound over that, so you don't have to, like, open your windows or anything. So, well, I mean, Yeah, there's a, there's a radio station yeah. in the drive-in that I go to. Um, that's the fact I'm listening it through my car is also, like, I'm geeking out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so hardcore the entire time. Um, I, I, I feel like that's... Uh, yeah, the, like, the drive-in, I feel like that should have never gone out of business, in a way. Like I know. Like, it's so, such, like, a cool I love thing. It. Like, like the whole, I, have you gone to see, uh, gone to Alamo Draft House yet at all? An Alamo at all? I did once, and it was on a really bad date, so I need to really go again so it's an actual good experience. Right. Like, we got, like, we, like, he was trying to woo me at the bar. We went to the one in Brooklyn. Um, I think it was the one in Astoria. And uh, he, I, we got into the movie, like, 50, like 10 minutes late because he got the time wrong somehow. Um, and it was just really awkward, um, and everything. I, and I still, what, it was, um, it was that Aubrey Plaza movie with Elizabeth Olsen, where Ingrid she was, like, kind Hollywood. of, thank you. You're welcome. Um, it was that movie, <laughs> and I still haven't been able to rewatch it, because I just associated it with that horrible night. Oh, but I really, I want to so bad to go back. Well, well, my closest next experience was the Levittown movie theater, you know, before the rats. Before the rats took over? I think, yeah. I, think they're, I think they're fine now, but since it's been closed, who knows? I mean, they could have taken over. Like, I know. They could have found the beer stat, like, all the sticky, like, grenadine and, like... Uh, but, yeah, like, the, the couple... I've been the, to Alamo three times. I went with... When they, like, they, they did, like, a soft open, so I got tickets for uh, Matt, his girlfriend at the time, and myself. And they played yeah. army. They played Army of Darkness. I'm like, okay, like we gotta go for this. Like I kind of gotta see this in in the big screen. So when we went there, yeah. like, we kind of just sat down. We didn't know like the whole like the vibe of the place. So we're like, all right, let's just go to the movie and just sit down. So then like we're doing, and then Matt got free sodas. He didn't order anything. The like the waitress just came and just dropped the soda by him. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like he's like I don't know. So and then the next time um, we saw Ghost in the Shell. Uh, with I think it was Nick, Mikey, and and Matt, and we went and we just went there and it was it was a good it's a good it's a good time. So if you do come back yeah. to, if you do come back to Long Island on a Wednesday, like I don't mind going back there. I know that. Place, oh hell yeah! My brother used to live around the block from that place, so it's like simple. Oh nice! So I like it, it's a really cool area. So I know like yeah, yeah, and also that bar is weird. Oh, it yeah. has like death masks all over the place. Like, how could anyone? Like, that's why I loved it. Oh, okay. I loved it. All right, because that's good. That's my good aesthetic. All right, because I was like, that dark shit. I was like, wait a minute, like this, like I went there. One of the last times I went there, I went to the bar. I was like, this is an odd place. I don't. I gotta. I gotta really kind of address these surroundings. <laughs> like just looking at. It, I think. The it, I think the reason why I especially enjoyed it. I think it was not too far after me saying sleep no more for the first time and that has a very I mean sleep no more is a very like this uh, dark and like really makes the scotch play something else and I fucking loved it right. so that's why I was like oh this gives you the same creepy vibe inside as sleep no more did <laughs> so I love this um but yeah um yep. you know, catching up the only other thing I've been what have I been doing? I rewatched Rocket Man recently. That's how I want to I'm just putting that out there. Yep. Good time. I'm just putting that out there because everyone needs to watch that if they haven't. Yep. Like, you're behind on the times. Great. <laughs> great biopic. The, the true biopic of the last 
<laughs> it follows all but, the same um, things as every biopic, but just a lot better. It's still a hell of a lot better. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a biopic musical. Yeah. Like, it's very, it's good. It's very good. Um, I, what else? Oh, I have been getting both, like, really into probably, technically, again, on SMV video games. Okay. Or like mystery video games, it's like it's like full motion video games. I think that's what FMV stands for. When it's like you're playing a game that's actually like filmed. Oh, like, like the like the old like, like. Okay. Kind of sorta, of, yeah. Right. It's kind of based off that. But there's a little. It's that mixed with like, I love mystery games and like yeah. solving shit. Okay. So like that, I grew up playing Nancy Drew video games. So like that stole my breath. There was Nancy Drew <laughs> video games. Oh my god, don't... Oh, okay, we're opening this. Sorry, there are yeah. still video, there's still Nancy Drew video games. They're still... And what, yeah, they still released them. I think they changed the voice actress, though, and they went to um, a different game engine, so I think they're finally going to come to a... like Because, a, like... Oh, um, this, cause <laughs> they ha- It was, like, 30 games with the same actress, the same, like, almost kind of, like, cheap animation, but there was something unique about it. Okay. And, like... It was, like, it, it's a really... I played that, like, starting when I was, like, 10, and it's, like, a really hard game. <laughs> um, like, I, I played it all through, like, even middle school. I even played it in high school just for fun because, like, they're actually... Some of the early ones are legitimately scary. Okay. Well, oh, man. I, see, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that there was, like, a like a Nancy Drew game. I like, like it's, I don't know and if the it's... The Hardy Boys come out. Really? Like, see, I never, got in, I never got into the Hardy Boys at all, like, when I was a kid, so... That's probably why. Yeah. I was really into the video games. I definitely indulged them more than the books. Uh, um, I did own a few of the books, though, growing up. But, yeah, there, there's there's one, like, one of, like, I think this was the third one that came out. So, like, this might have been, like, 1999 that this game came out. I'm totally guessing, though. And you're, like, you're Nancy Drew. You got invited to investigate, like, what's happening with this breakfast, like, bed and breakfast someone's trying to, like, that used to be an old mansion. And like one person say like it was one person saying it's haunted and like as you walk around all of a sudden without warning, um, especially if you have the volume up, you just hear whisper saying I see you. And as a ten year old, you get terrified. Right. And then even again, as a twenty something year old, you're still terrified because it's all <laughs> random until you find out that it you find out where someone plants a speaker or anything. And then there's one time you're going up the stairs and all of a sudden you're like looking at like just how like it's kind of like pointing clip. Right. And you see a door, and all of a sudden, a silhouette passes the door. All of a sudden. And it's, like, terrifying, like, little jump scare. And you can also die in some of the games, like, actually, and have to retry. <laughs> dark turn Nancy Drew just took. Oh. oh, yeah. And you have to, like, find clues in, to, in order to unlock things. There's puzzles. You know, standard, like, kids' game. But okay. All right, well. Some of the, that's, some of the literature is, like, dense. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, learning how, like... Um, I'm trying to think of an example, like, like what, like what animal is native to these like white mountains that you're snowed in at, oh. or how to ski or something like that to solve a puzzle later, like oh, wow. that weird shit. But the game I just played was called the. What is it called? I think I have it up right here. Um, it is called. It's a long title. Oh yes, the infectious madness of Doctor Decker. Jesus. That's. Yeah, that's what I've been been playing. Um, 
it's um there you, there you are. Um, it's another, it's an FMV where you actually have to type out questions to ask these um, psych patients okay. of a doctor, Dr. Decker, that he had just like, replaced because he had just gotten murdered. So you kind of also have to keep your ear to the ground to try to figure that out since um, huh. no one knows, but all these people have like psychokinetic abilities, and that's because like they thought hard enough that they had these abilities that they to actually be. Jeez, Nancy and it's Drew like, knocks hard. That's 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 crazy. That's not Nancy Drew. That's that, a different. Oh, that's, that's a different a game. game. Oh, I thought Nancy. That was a yeah. Nancy Drew. Okay, I don't know. No, no. Oh, there shit. is a game about the you know, cult and um and alchemy in one of the Nancy Drew games, though. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. Where you find these like there's one, there's one where um yeah that was called Blackmore Manor and I remember that because it was probably like the scariest of them all, all right. um <laughs> like the mom was like they made it appear that the oh like this the mother of the family that owned this like really extravagant um this poem i don't I th- it's had transylvania vibes okay. um very grand manner um and they made it seem like she might be a werewolf and it ter- like in terrifying fucking ways oh, um but yeah, that's a little delve into like my game aesthetic. Okay. Um, and yeah, I've literally bought too many games during this pandemic. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I heard this is like one of the this is one of the best times to actually like commit to video games because a lot of times, especially when you get older, it's not like you. Well, it's yeah. like what I do. It's like I play video games to turn my brain off at night to hopefully go to sleep. Mm-hmm. But then it's then like because with games like uh, I really like the Arkham games, except for the last one. Yeah. And I love the Spider Man game. And I was like, yeah, cool. well, I, I want to commit to this, but also I get home at like one o'clock in the morning and uh, I got to go to sleep yeah. eventually. So, but like it, yeah. it is, this is like kind of a good time to be like, all right, I got like a day or two I could, I could kill off. Let me just, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I have like a long list of games I've bought and some of them I like bought before I finished the other one too, just because <laughs> like my whole in a brief moment before I started, like, transferring departments, I had so much free time that I was, like, didn't, like, my attention span was, like, didn't know where to go because everything felt so much longer than it was. Right. Um, but um, Dr. Decker was in a long game. That took me, like, a week here and there to play. It was really fun, too. I bought Final Fantasy VII, and I need to go back to that. That's just a really long game, though, so yeah. I'm going to probably deal with that in chunks. <laughs> and now I'm playing... I, this is how, even my late 20s, staying, staying hip, I got really into Apex Legends as someone oh. who's never played a Titanfall game. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, yeah, I, I saw commercials for it. It looks pretty cool. I mean, I don't know, like... It's like, like a non-annoying Battle Royale game. Okay. That's, like, okay. oh, more yeah. vibrant than See, Call of Duty. I don't, I don't like those games. I don't like... Uh, I, 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 I find like I have the weirdest reason to not like Call of Duty or any of those of like the war games, because like when they when they did like Medal of Honor and all that shit, I'm like, this actually happened. These are actually like people's like grandparents or uncles that may have died. It would be to, weird. To point a, to point a, like a phrase that's really a word that's really popular this week. It's all just propaganda. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I, I don't like, I don't like it. Like, I don't like even like saying before like with the my D character like i don't want violence to be the first thing that i do so like yeah like the batman okay. and spider-man mm-hmm. game it's it's ridiculous like it's violent but it's like i know it's never been it's never gonna happen 
Like, I know yeah. there's not going to be a guy but, dressed up as a, as Spider-Man flipping around New York City, kicking yeah. people. Like, it's... That's why, like, I don't like... Like, I don't like the Call of Duty games, but I like the first-person shooter kind of, like... Kind of, like, game-like. Right. Even though I, I have the worst spaghetti game, aim, I suck at it. But <laughs> I try. Um, and, but, like, Fortnite is just... It's fucking annoying. Right. It's everywhere. <laughs> and it's a lot of, it has a lot of younger, like, uh, people our age play it, but the fan base for it is really younger. I mean, a lot of young kids play all these games across the board, but right. Apex Legends is like, it takes place in all, like, 2700s or something like that. And it deals, it's like Titanfall, so it's futuristic um, and everything. And there's like, but it's like still like you don't have to be a Titanfall fan to like get into it and get into the lore and everything and it's free to play. Okay. Um and well, that's always it's good. all <laughs> it's not like buy to win too. Like right. all the anything is it's all cosmetic and the only thing that's really like anything is like you can buy a battle pass so you just unlock more stuff as you play, but it's not really necessary. Right. For the whole thing, it's just like really I'm using it just as a way to kind of like unlock characters faster. Because you still get both, you can still get both. Right. There's two currencies: one you earn in game, and one you can buy or if you earn this battle battle pass, accumulate. But right. I just I find it like okay that like you can still um, like it doesn't take that long to unlock a new character if you don't pay for it. Okay. So you don't so have to like, you don't have to like sit there for like six days to like get the, get enough yeah. points to like even come close to it. Yeah, and I do, it's like it also has an Overwatch vibe where each character has different abilities and different ults, okay. which I don't think is an element in Fortnite or in Call of Duty. So it's like a good hybrid <laughs> right. and everything. I mean, a toxic the whole game gaming community is toxic, so that's like besides the issue. Um, but I did, I finally bought a new headset for my PS4, nice. so I could finally play, like, okay. while talking again, and I played my first, like, round of matches on Apex with it on, and I played with, this, like, this guy that was, like, both, like, mid-R ages, right. and this really young kid who was, like, really cocky, <laughs> but, like, they knew, they knew each other, and he wasn't, like, too annoying, and I found him kind of adorable <laughs> as I played, and whatnot, <laughs> so... Like that was, I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> so that's yeah, that's pretty much the fact of what I've been up to. Right. Long drives, buying too many video games, um, and I got well, he's not here, but I got I got another cat to, to tie things up with. Okay, are they are the cats getting along now? Like every because I know it takes a little while for cats um, to get along. Um, so actually, I had. This is so. His name is Oz. He's a black cat, and they are getting along, but they do fight a little bit. Okay. It's not like how it's like still it's play fighting. Okay. It's just Domino, who currently I'm annoying sleeping next to me. Um, <laughs> she gets a little like her. She's like her patience is like smaller. She's like okay, that's it. And the thing is, she's very vocal, so a lot of her hissing will just happen even if she doesn't have her. She'll just like hiss like out of fight more like it. It's more that vibe than any angry hissing I've ever heard from her. 
Okay. And I've seen her groom him. I've seen them both sleep in the same cat tree. I think the fighting is to annoy me more often than not <laughs> and keep me up. Because, like, we really don't do any sort of fighting until I'm up in my loft in bed. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to climb down the ladder. Please get along. Please and thank you. Uh, but, well, yeah. It's enough where I can trust them being out and about by without me being home. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they're so cute. <laughs> All right, so yeah. we're, we're kind of coming to the to the hour mark here. Um, you know, uh, usually the way I end this is I ask people to give me like a song to play them out on, to kind of like, oh. like if if you want to give a song that like means anything to you or just like you just like it's like right now like this is the fucking song that's just a banger like this is what I like right now like anything like that like that's like it's it's kind of a. It's kind of a weird thing. And I, I just remembered, like, 15 minutes into when we started talking, I was like, I never asked her what her song was so that she wouldn't be caught off. Oh, I have it, though. I just okay. had to open my phone and glance. Oh, good. Um, I, so, at work, if I'm in a, if I'm just cleaning for the day instead of in the procedure room, right. I'm an endoscopy technique to give some context. But um, they, there's a radio, and usually we just, like, because, like, there's a, a lot more older people, I just default to putting it on the oldies, like, right. rock, like, you know, um, like, Rewind Radio, I think it's called out here, um, which is good, because it plays just a bunch of 80s music, and I'm, like, always jamming, and nice. the one song they're always playing that I have been obsessing over lately, once again, is Jukebox Hero. Jukebox Hero by Foreigner? Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh. <laughs> Oh my! I've just been like headbanging and blasting it as I drive up the country road. That song, I fucking love that song so hard. I was worried for a second. I was like, "Does he hate it?" No. What? So I used to like. There used to be a lot of pool halls in on Long Island when I was like eighteen to twenty. Like something to do between eighteen and twenty that wasn't. Mm try to get drunk or whatever because I, I never I never drank until I turned 21 so like that was the thing so I yeah. needed just something to do so what I would do is I would me and my buddies at the time would go to the, these pool halls and so they'd be filled with people like you know like the rough and tumble like the rough and tumble type you know so I'd go over to the jukebox I'd go in and I put in like I put it on at least three times before I left so I just like kind of just Sneakily walk up. I put that and uh, journey uh, separate ways, so I'd have that go one and two, and yeah. like the fact, like it would just go on, and then that's when I would play my best pools when Jukebox Hero was on. I was like, all right, this is my song. This is my jam right now. Like, we're doing this. Yeah, I love that song. I've been listening. When I, I've been listening to that, and it was either that or Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Or Broadway, like, so shot, um, Dead Girl Walking from Heather's the Musical. Those have been the three of my top listened songs as of recent. Okay. Um, but yeah, Jukebox Here, I think, would Jukebox be my here. choice. Okay, all right, that's good. Mm-hmm. I, I fucking love that song. I think they played, yeah. I, I think Foreigner played City Field when I was working there, too. And I was, oh, oh my God. good times, good times. Good times, good yeah. Times. Okay, um, so before we leave, um, you could give your social medias. Is there if there's anything you'd like to give a shout out to? Any um, issues? Um, I mean, anything that you'd like to 
kind of yes, give a little um, like to? Well, um, if you follow me on Twitter, which is a new Twitter from what I've shared in the past, right. so it's based, it's witchcrafty, but except without all the vowels, except the Y at the end, that's the only vowel in the name. Um, I've been just retweeting and retweeting all the possible news that's been happening lately and donation links and bail fund links. I've donated a bit myself. Um, Black Lives Matter um, is pretty much obvious the place to um, donate to, but look up your local and bail funds and bail funds across the state. It's an important time um, not to be complicit and not to be silent. Um, that's the place where I'm the loudest right now. So. Um, that was my little serious plug, but yeah. Otherwise, just like, yeah, witchcrafty without the vowels except the Y. Okay. Uh, yes, and yes, please. Uh, I'm gonna put up the links uh, so you could donate. Uh, there's there's places to go. Obviously, uh, th this is gonna come out like maybe two weeks after, because I I we paused for because uh, I, I we did the uh, we participated in the podcast blackout, which was started to uh, yeah. And then I and Matt texted me after I posted. It's like, oh, you spelled podcast wrong. I was like, well, I'm I'm staying on brand because I'll always spell it wrong for some reason. <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, even in like even in two weeks though, I no, feel yeah, like it's, it's still gonna be as sudden as ever and so it, important it, to like it, look out for those donation links. Yeah, it shouldn't stop being a factor. Like you should always yeah. you, donate when you can. Don't uh, donate if exactly. you can. Uh, support anytime. You know, it's it's important. And it, it, if you don't feel, if you don't have anxiety on the phone, yeah. you can, which is totally a reasonable thing, like take care of yourself first, yeah. of course. Um, but you can make, you can also do this in email form, like of people, like emailing like your local government offices, yeah. um, uh, that all bread and butter. Look at budget reform changes and the reform all around, and beware of propaganda. Yep. I think there are some primaries coming up. Uh, go and vote in them. And also, obviously, uh, in November, take the day off of work or whatever. Get out there. Yes. And fucking just... Put that in now. Yeah. If you're able to, just take that day off right yeah. now. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So that's going to do it. Lex, thank you so much again. Uh, yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. next time we'll be in... You'll see this brand new studio. It is yeah. small, it is green, it is, you know, everything in between. And uh, so we'll, uh, we'll catch you guys later. Standing in the rain With his head hung low Couldn't get a ticket It was a sold-out show Heard the roar of the crowd He could picture the scene Put his head to the wall And like a distant scream
shadow by the backstage door like a trip through the past. 